When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. New York singer-songwriter-guitarist J.L. loves making music on his Ovation guitar, and he likes to refer to himself as an urban folk musician. In this edition of Americana Music Profiles, we talk to Jay about his new single, Ease Up, and his music and life not only in New York, but also in Geneva, Switzerland, where he attended the Conservatory of Music. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me today. Absolutely. Glad we could get a chance to, to talk. And uh, I am talking to you, I presume, from uh, somewhere in New York City? Yes, that's correct, actually. Uh, Upper West Side is okay. where my uh, little studio uh, exists. <laughs> ah, cool. So studio in personal studio, or do you work with other musicians there as well? Uh, no, it's actually a studio apartment that is also oh, gotcha. a, a okay. house for all the equipment I can I can fit in. Yeah, okay. It's not much. But... <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Surround yeah, yourself I, with all the cool stuff, right? Right, right. So I... I Demo all the songs, prepare them before we go into the studio. Sure, and, yeah. Uh, all rehearsals first. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, tell me how um, how this life in music started for you. Oh, great question. Um, surrounded by music, uh, I guess ever since I can remember, and uh, but no one in my family was in the business. Okay, and uh, uh, but but lots of music all around and uh radio was on of course before the internet came along and um lots of television shows with with music live performers as well so it's always been part of of the normal way of life uh all celebrations and music dancing right and from there uh took a you know got curious about it and mostly because you know some of the songs you hear at least for me make you feel so great you know give you that great energy and, uh-huh. and make you feel like you can almost do anything yeah. <laughs> whether it's uh you know make the the time go faster on the treadmill or uh you know give you the courage to approach you know a girl or a boy or whatever your thing is but uh and and that's what I wanted to replicate for, for, you know, it's like, wow, how, how does that happen? Because yeah. 
it doesn't happen with every song right mm-hmm. we don't react the same way to every every piece of music right and but i wanted to to do that i wanted to pass that on i thought hey it would be great to to be able to write that kind of music that gives people positive energy really so when when did it when did you come to the realization that this is something you wanted to do uh, as a as a career? When when did that when did that become? Oh true yeah, for you? it was it was right out of uh, or around the time of high school, end of high school, and then I I went to uh, uh, the Conservatory of Music in in Geneva in Switzerland for okay. a while, and then came to New York um, and uh, uh, moved here. And um, was able to join bands and, you know, work and, and do things in the music world uh, as nutty as, as it is. Yeah. <laughs> is this uh, something... That's how it, it took off yeah. in that sense. Is this something that you get to do now full time or is there other things that you do also? No, I do other things as well. Um, the uh, incredible commitment to uh writing songs and 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 you know promoting yourself as an artist is uh is not that lucrative for me mm-hmm. um so so yeah it's uh you know it's on and off making money is is really difficult from that so if you depending on the, on the gigs that come up you're able to to spend some time and and deliver on what other musicians need from you whether it's a session or a short term right. you know uh, uh, tour or a little bit of, of uh, collaboration on other things but uh, for the most part uh, I'm interested in again you know um, doing my thing as they say right right so in that respect it's uh, it's a roller coaster ride sure. of course yeah you know. I, I was reading in your um, bio notes that uh, you consider yourself a, a, a pop songwriter, singer-songwriter, but you even use the word uh, urban folk music. Um, yeah, which, you know, go ahead. Please no, go. no, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to have you elaborate on that. I, I, that's an interesting term. Sure. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, it's always been a, a bit of a of a struggle to to reconcile uh, genres with with uh, with me because I have really two genres that I use when I listen to other people's music. One, I like it, but I don't think I'm going to listen to it again. Or if it happens, I'm not going to turn it off and throw it out of the right. window or something. And the second one is, wow, I like it and play it again. I want to hear that again. Wow, I need to do to, to check this out. How was that put together? And it doesn't matter whether it's a Chopin piece, right? I, I don't listen to every single nocturne that, that he wrote, but mm-hmm. some of them are just like, wow. And and same with uh, rap music, if you put that at the other end of the spectrum, and and it's like, oh wow, this is cool, you know. Uh, whether it's it's clever lyrics by you know uh, Fifty Cent or, or Eminem, or it's just like, wow, that is cool. Mm-hmm. So so when I write music, I'm not thinking in terms of wait where is that going to be released, right? What blog okay. is yeah. going to, to give me a review because it's right in the pocket of the people that they, they reach out to. And, and that may explain why, you know, uh, or part of an explanation maybe as to, as to why it's 
difficult for me to to make music as a solo artist, but I mean, make money as a solo artist. But fitting into these classifications, you know, when you buy a record and everything on the record sounds the same, right? And and there's value in that. There's a value because if you're in the mood as a listener to, sure. to listen to, uh, you know, romantic classical guitar for a quiet evening at home while you read a book, right? You don't want the third piece on the, on the record to be like a, you know, uh, pounding disco piece. Yeah, yeah. But from a a writing standpoint and from from my standpoint, it's like I, I prefer many different styles. So it's it includes that. It includes sort of bringing together the more urban roughness of, of certain sounds and yet have, you know, a lyrical approach and a guitar approach that's more folksy. Wherever that goes, that's, that's style. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it has a, a life, uh, you know, a shelf life. Uh, right. Very so standard, but... I would imagine, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking out of curiosity as well, um, performing um that style or niche of music that that you call your own how does that how, how do you find the right audience for your music uh, yes in an question, environment right? like new york city versus if you were living somewhere in virginia or north carolina right and and i have to say i i don't have that much experience with the last two places you, you named but uh on records you have the option to do that on on making those records available or those songs available via you know digital distribution you have the option to do that and you can send a link to someone sure. who is likely to be in in the, you know interested in the style whether it, it leans towards something more rock independent right. you know uh stuff as opposed to a more country pop but uh performance as as you're asking it's it's tricky and and in new york you know the really it's more a question of um picking the right place and certainly uh mostly just leaving it as a guitar and and trio band right. so okay. that it comes off you know it has the edge uh, it has a simplicity and and uh, the arrangements, the, the guitar driven arrangements, like keep the softer or more folksy side of, of things. Mm -hmm. I, I, I read where you you um, your instrument of choice is is a nylon string ovation guitar, which I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, gives you a different sound, obviously, than than, you know, steel strings for sure. For sure, yes, yes, um, and it really comes from having, you know, studying classical guitar and uh, really yeah, liking okay. some of those pieces. Uh, it has that really particular sound. Uh, the ovation allows you to to mic it, and it has that ovation sound that you hear also with the uh, metal strings because it it has that sort of, you know, slap thing to it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's pretty unique in that sense. Um, I don't see ovations guitar that often out there anymore in the world but right. um it's um it's something that i really like and um it's also you know recording wise an interesting because the, the guitar is really really precise uh the tonality uh, the intonation is really good because uh, i think 
I mean, I don't know. Most of it is plastic. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, as, whereas a, a classical guitar, at least the ones I have, they're not extremely expensive. Um, they tend to to you know give you challenges with the tuning, and mm, um, sure. it's uh, it's more difficult to get to get that consistency for for me anyway. I mean, you really need to be very very precise mm -hmm. um, as you as you move through you know the neck back and forth um and and adjust you know uh at least you know in with the guitar that i have the guitars that i have as a songwriter where do you find your influences coming from yeah great question because um i can be again you know seduced by great lyrics uh in some songs where and and others you know melodies and there are obviously writers out there from, from my standpoint who bring things together really well uh and and overcome you know these niche challenges mm -hmm. uh but i i tend to lean towards positive messages and uh, whatever angst or anger or frustration I feel like everybody else on the planet, um, I, I don't think that's what I want to pass on. Um, you know, so I tend to go for uh, hopeful, you know, messages and situations that I try to like convert it into that. So, you know, if, if I have a great experience you know, with my puppy or something, um, I'm like, okay, so, so what would be a piece of music and lyrics that, uh, yeah, okay. that convey that? Right. Um, so I look, I look for that. And, um, but the, the, the starting point is always the music. It's always, I'm playing my guitar, you know, for hours. And then suddenly there's like this thing that happens, this, you know, moment, sure. these core changes. And I'm like, wow. And, and then I start looking for lyrics that match that and, and situations that match that right. in, in my experience and go like, Hey, yeah, that, that would carry the message really well, you know? So have you been able to identify a particular kind of uh, listener that, um, resonates with, with your music? It's, um, it's a challenge, you know, I mean, there's <clears throat> obviously the live performance where people come up to you and, and are like, Hey, this was cool. And, 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 and people you, you, you can communicate with, uh, personally or, or directly or online. But, um, beyond that, it becomes really, um, a, a challenge because you have to rely on, again fitting in right if you will so if, if you approach a station a radio station and, and i've been lucky with the last bunch of songs uh you know the single ease up into love has has been played and is being played on a number of stations um and but but you know you you now you're approaching the these you know folks who have obviously to make if they have to make a choice for their listeners they have to to filter and if you don't fit in very well then it you know it might be good but yeah they're not going to play you yeah um and same thing with playlists you know um it's um it, it's uh it's good that's you know i'm, I'm like wow I'm, I'm i'm grateful that that people are paying attention and, and playing the song and and listening and adding it to playlists but um it's um you know, to give you a sense of the profile of a listener, um, it it's difficult. I don't have a good grasp. Yeah. On that. Okay. 
Do you have a particular type of venue that you find yourself in more often than not with your music? Smaller places, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's first of all, it's um, it's always a challenge to mobilize your your crowd. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, you need to have so many fans to make sure that a percentage of them are available that night or that yeah, day yeah. because we all have so many other things we can be doing sure and, uh, um so um it's uh it's usually and and also i kind of prefer you know not that i had you know i have the uh, opportunity to fill in the madison square garden <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you know when that happens yeah how okay feel yeah. About it. yeah right <laughs> but um smaller places are cool and any place where you have a if not a con- direct control over the sound where where you know the sound is going to be decent yeah you know some some larger places tend to be boomy and uh, you know to 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 get great sounds for everybody in the room, you know, you, they have to be really well designed and the sound system has to be well designed sure, and all that yeah. good stuff. And I prefer a great, you know, listening experience myself as opposed to, um, you know, perhaps a different approach right. to, to a live performance. It's not like, you know, I'm going to stand on a Marshall stack and jump into the crowd and something. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey. So so what's what's new musically? What do you what, do? You have something that's about ready to come out? Or are you working on some new new material? So right now I'm continuing to to promote uh, the EP Ease Up and uh, and the song uh, Ease Up Into Love, which yep. is the okay. first single. And uh, I'm also writing for for the next uh, album, which is going to be released next year beginning of the year um and writing as much as possible writing as many songs as possible and then staying away from them so that i you know have a fresh or as yeah. fresh as possible uh, listening experience every time i get back to them um you know i find that um it's it's a it's a challenge writing a great song and, yeah and that's you know that you feel like, yeah, okay, I I can play that for people. I think I did I did okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so if uh, if the listeners want to uh, check out Ease Up Into Love or get your EP or they want to they want to come check out a show, what's the best way to do that? Connect with you? Uh, definitely go to the website jl two 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 dot com. and there all the information will be will be made available. All the music is going to be there. Um, and and of course, um, for the most part, it's uh, it's out in the world on the um, digital uh, services that most people are familiar with. And uh, your schedule, uh, performance schedule is on your website as well? Yep, yep. That will appear there. There's nothing for the next uh, few weeks, but uh, right. as soon as something is, is locked in, it will be posted. What What's a long-range goal? What What's the next thing on your bucket list that uh, you'd like to see happen in the next year or so? Uh, certainly, um, I would like to um, see more songs um, showing up on the radio, and, uh, and that, to me, is... Uh, 
the best you know feeling of being able to share great yeah. music if that is deemed to be at least uh for the by the by the djs and programmers yeah um and um and pass it on you know um i, I may never get to to talk to any of the folks who who hear it but as long as it's uh it's doing its work of of giving people that bus you know that 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 wave of energy that feeling of hey you know this is cool here i am driving and yeah wow, that sounds great yeah um you know to me it's 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 really the the number one you know goal after that uh, anything that comes from it ripple effects of it and yeah more offers to play places or hear from from fans and of course uh sell music it's um it's it's you know that is is of course um you know impossible to to tell nowadays how things are going to go i mean if right, sure. more and more people stream music sure um, yeah yeah hard to track it's a right big now. big challenge <laughs> yeah. because that that doesn't pay yeah. whatsoever you know yeah. you just the numbers the math doesn't add up right um, yeah you know yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. it's important in this conversation but you know spotify pays you four dollars for a thousand streams wow uh, you know just yeah. about yeah so it's uh, uh you can't you, you can't live right no yeah i understand <laughs> unless of course you, you have this huge success sure right? yeah right right and, yeah and then it has this um this mass appeal and of course everyone i know in this business is hoping for that kind of luck but right um you know as an independent artist i can't you know, finance that kind of, of, um, yeah. uh, marketing campaign that would possibly yeah, get yeah. people, you know, so many people. Yeah, involved. no, I understand. It, it ends up being organic, whatever happens. It's, right. You know, there's yeah. only so much I can, I can finance. So. Yeah. Well, we certainly wish you the best with it and Thank you uh, so enjoy much, your Brent. music. Yeah. Enjoy getting a chance to, to speak with you and, and certainly wish you the best in the future with, with the new music coming up. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.